Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Mr. Denton, great to have you with us. How are you doing? Thanks, Randy. I'm doing great. Doing great. Well, let's start with this because the Cardinals are not doing great. And obviously, when you get these big deficits like they've had the last couple of games, it's really hard to come back and win. Do the Cardinals, in your opinion, John, have what it takes within the organization to solve the starting pitching problems that they're enduring right now? Well, they have a, a couple of top of the top order guys with Wainwright and Michaelis. You know, those guys are, are proven. They've done this before. They can get it back. Uh, you know, but but they've got to get Jack Flaherty back. They've got to get Stephen Matz back. You know, they're kind of just plugging holes right now, and you know, they're they're more holes than they have fingers right now. It's just, you know, it's on that precipice of kind of you know falling into big time trouble. Fortunately, their bullpen has come around. Uh, early in the season, you know, a few weeks ago, it was it was the middle relief. Now the starting staff is killing them. And you know, when you start off five and five and zero. Oh, uh, just about every game, you know, it's happened the last two two nights, five runs in the second on Monday, five runs in the first on Tuesday. That just, you know, saps the life out of the team. So they've, they've got to find some answers quickly. John, do you expect them to be aggressive looking for external answers as the trade deadline gets closer? Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely do, Michelle. I think, you know, they, they, they know they need pitching. But the problem is, you know, everybody's going to ask for Jordan Walker. Everybody's going to ask for Nolan Gorman. Everybody's going to ask for Mason Wynn. And, you know, you have to ask yourself, are you willing to do that? I mean, the Cardinals got to look at uh, Sandy Alcantara the other day. You know, that was one that John John Mazzella wishes he had back, you know. So it's, you know, everybody screams do something, but sometimes when you do something, you end up giving a top, top prospect. So they have to decide, you know, is, is the price worth what they may get in return. Do you think that this team is good enough for them to go out and potentially make a risky move like that to give up something for the future in order to win now? I think it is. I think it's, you know, I think they realize they, they can contend if they can get the starting pitching thing right. Uh, they have a, a three-headed monster coming out of the bullpen at the end that's as good as anybody in baseball, Milwaukee included. Uh, you know, they have two of the best superstars in baseball in Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. They just, they, they need that swing and miss guy who can go out, every, take the ball every five days and go out and be dominant. And But, it, it, you know, they think they're they're a contender. They think they should definitely be in the running for this thing. But it's probably going to take one more piece to put them over the hump. It's just you're going to have to give up a, a you know a stud prospect to get that guy. Hey John, I, I'm I was a little bit surprised that uh, they, they've given Connor Capel as much run as they have over the last couple of days. Why is that happening? Do they think they have something in him? Do they just want to get a look? Why is Capel getting the at bats here? Well, Randy, if if you can bat left-handed, they would put you in there right now. I mean, they're such a, a right-handed heavy team. They're looking for lefty bats. I mean, that's why they're still considering, uh, you know, Alec Burleson in the minor leagues. They they have to have a lefty. Uh, Capel's come up and, and given them, a, you know, a, a good look. I mean, he can he can play the outfield. He can hit left-handed. That's you know, that's two of the things they're looking for. And you know, Tyler O'Neill will play his second rehab game tonight. Harrison Bader is out of a walking boot. He wore a walking boot most of last week, you know. So they're 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 down two major outfielders there. So they're looking for guys, and and like I said, if you can hit left-handed, all the better. Uh, Johnny just gave us two great updates on Harrison Bader and Tyler O'Neill. What are you hearing about Yadier Molina and his potential return? You know, it's this is this is a rough one, and you know, a lot of people out there are angry that they're not getting reports, but. 
you know, Yachty's not with the team. He's back in his native Puerto Rico. Um, you know, Yachty's, you, you have to look at his actions, you know. I'm, I, more and more, I kind of wonder if Yachty may have gotten you know, swayed into this. Uh, you know, maybe his heart's not completely in it. I'm not saying that he's a bad guy. I'm not saying he's quitting on the team, any of that. I'm just saying, you know, it's tough. And, and when you're playing hurt, when you've got a bad knee, I've got a bad knee. I know what it's like. It's awful. But, uh, you know, I think his, his body's hurt. He's been beaten up for over the years. Uh, you know, he's just going through a lot of things right now. And I think, you know, the, the organization is confident he will be back at some point. They just don't know, you know, will that be July? Will that be August? Will that be September? It's, you know, still kind of up in the air. But, you know, they're talking to him. They say he's working hard. They say he's feeling better. But, you know, the fact that there is no timetable has to be concerning to everybody. So with that being said, John, would it surprise you if we didn't see Yadier Molina play again? Well, I think it would surprise every Cardinal fan, every you know everybody around the town if we didn't see him again. Um, you know, but I I do believe that's a, a possibility. I think that's something people need to you know start wrapping their head around. Um, you know, I, you know, we all know Yadi Molina. Like you know, he's he's going to give it everything he's got. He's going to give this every chance he's got. Uh, but it's just, you know, it's not the slam dunk that it, it has been for the past 19 years. Uh, there, there's just a lot of factors going on right now. You know, one of the reasons they let him go back to Puerto Rico was to kind of get this mental refresh and try to reset and, you know, get himself ready for the stretch run. So, uh, like I said, if, if he didn't come back, everybody would just be blown away by that. But, it, you know, you, you've got to get your mind ready that, hey, that might be a possibility now. Hey, I want to ask you one more thing. I want to circle back to Harrison Bader because last year, and I've mentioned this a lot, the Cardinals were 21 games over 500 when Bader started and three games under when he didn't. This year, they're eight games over 500 when he starts a game. They're a 500 team when he doesn't. Why do you think that that's the case with Bader? Why is he a spark plug for this team? Well, uh, you know, Randy, I mean, a center fielder is is almost like your quarterback because he directs the, directs the outfield. Uh, you know, we saw it the other night. That that ball that Dansby Swanson hit that, uh, you know, landed in left field would have been caught by Tyler O'Neill. There's been balls hit in center field that, that Harrison Bader would have caught, you know. And Harrison Bader's a different guy this year. He talked about it in the past. He hit eighth. The pitcher was behind him. So a lot of times it was just a waste whether, you know, if he stole a base or he got a hit, he still, you know, the pitcher was still coming up. He's a different guy this year, and, you know, even with this foot injury that's bothered him all season, he's led the National League in solo bases for much of the year. So, you know, he's the guy who turned himself into a more of a complete player this year. And, you know, like you said, the numbers speak for themselves. They, they tell about how important this guy is for the team. John, last thing for me, we know that the Cardinals are in desperate need of starting pitching help. But after Jack Flaherty's, um, I don't know if you want to say early return, but the decision to return when he did didn't work out the way that the Cardinals expected. I'm just wondering when you project Steven Matz to return to the club. Do you think he might still be in consideration to start this week? Uh, yeah, Michelle, you know, it It, it kind of tells you about the state of affairs of the Cardinal pitching that they're they're considering bringing Steven Matz back. Steven Matz is going to pitch Thursday. We just don't know if that's going to be in Durham, North Carolina with the Redbirds or is that going to be in, in Atlanta for the Cardinals. Uh, you know, the odds are he's probably going to go back to the minors for at least one start. But, you know, they are already talking about, you know, should we start him on Thursday uh, here in Atlanta? You know, uh, Matthew Libator has been shaky. Uh, but, you know, the odds are that they're going to send him back to the minors. He'll start once there and then, and then come up. 
you know, they don't want to repeat of what happened with Jack Flaherty, no doubt. But, you know, the fact that they're even talking about it and considering Matt's for Thursday, I mean, that tells you the, the, the shaky state of affairs that they, they're in right now with, with their starting pitching. John Denton, you always provide great information. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. And we will see you at the ballpark when the Cardinals get home. Thanks, thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Thanks, you too. Take care. That is John Den. You can read his work at MLB.com. Just go to Cardinals.com, and he covers the Cardinals very, very effectively. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.